You are listening to the Cleveland Guardians FanCast, a podcast for fans of the Cleveland baseball team, hosted by Quincy Wheeler. Guardians Fancast. I'm your host, Quincy Wheeler. You can find us at Guardian Fancast on Twitter. You can email me at Quincy at GuardiansFanCast.com. Be a big week for baseball and the Players Association as they meet together and try to solve this collective bargaining agreement issue. So I'm hoping for the best, and I don't know why, but still optimistic that something's going to happen this week and we'll get a baseball season starting the beginning of March. But I just can't bear to be connected in each day. So I'm going to try to stay off of Twitter. I'm going to start try to stay off of news. And I'm going to ask my friend Alex from 216 Baseball Podcast to text me if a deal gets reached. Speaking of Alex, Alex joined me today. Alex and Paul run 216 Baseball Podcast. And it's a great podcast where you can listen to them talk about baseball, talk about the Guardians. They have a great dynamic as best friends there. So please check them out. Alex joined me to draft three things each of us want the Guardians to do after the lockout is over. It's interesting and I think informative because we tried to do it with a sense of responding to what the other person had done. So being realistic, but also being ambitious, I think we struck a pretty good balance there. I probably would have chose a different name in hindsight for my first pick, though the concept was right. Um, I will talk about that at the at the end of the second episode. So this is a two-part episode starting today, and we'll go into tomorrow, so Monday and Tuesday of this week, and then we'll see what the rest of the week brings. So hope you enjoy this conversation with Alex from 216 Baseball Podcast. Hey, it's Quincy, and I'm here with Alex from 216 Baseball Podcast again. How's it going, Alex? I'm doing great, Quincy. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, well, thanks for coming back. So, you know how it is with us right now, just so much baseball content to talk about. It's like hard to decide where to go, right? Yeah, I was scared to do this because I didn't want to use up any material for our own podcast because, you know, <laughs> we're just, we've got a laundry list of, of options, and I know you do. Which I, I'm mad right now at baseball, just real fast, because you are the most positive person I've ever met in my entire life. And even you are now taking Wednesdays off because there's nothing to talk about. And you know, when you reach that line where you're like, enough, like when you dampen the spirit of Quincy, like we've gone, we've gone so far over the line. How did we get here is what I ask myself. Like way to go MLB. Right. Thanks for that. Yeah. I, I had circled on my calendar. I thought really by February 20th or 21st, they would have a deal like that would be kind of the ending line. Or I guess, you know, yeah, that Monday, the 21st is when I thought they'd have a deal, which I suppose, you know, it's not going to happen, but I suppose there's still a possible chance that could happen. And yeah. it's just like, you know, and I have ideas of things to talk about, but I just try to think about if I'm somebody checking in, you know, for 10, 15 minutes a day of what I try to do, 
I just don't even want to think about baseball right now. I think I'm just going to turn it into a, a Lord of the Rings or football or something podcast because yeah. it's just so frustrating to even think about baseball. I, I can tell you that my top 10 list of best fra- facial hair that I've seen on the Cleveland Guardians, but like it might be fun, but it's just not really great to think about right now. <laughs> It is. It's, I mean, it's demoralizing as people obviously that produce, you know, Cleveland guardians content and love the sport. I am, I'm, I'm kind of Paul's, I think already reached that point. Uh, but I, I mean, it's, it's tough. You know what I mean? It's, it's not as exciting to talk about. It, it, it has gotten to the demoralizing point. Like every morning I tweet out a meme and uh, use it as a you know chance just to interact and like put something funny out, but it's also a counter on the day. And I've like in the last week, I've really, as I, you know, I just went through it monotonous, like day, whatever. And then once I got into the seventies, I had this moment where I'm like, holy crap, you know, like we're in the seventies guys. Like so today's seven day 78, as we record this, it's a Thursday. And uh, it's just like typing out. It was like 78 days. Like, oh my God. You know what I mean? And we're no, nowhere near. Are we going to touch a hundred? Probably. So it's demoralizing. Your memes have been great, though. I, I appreciate those. All right. Well, Thank since you. we've we've confessed to you that content scarce, I'm sure everybody's going to be psyched to listen to our episode today. Woo! Woo! Uh, let's do it. <laughs> so the idea that I had that Alex got on board with was um, we're each going to draft something that we want the Guardians to do once the lockout ends. And, you know, I, I suggested we probably try to focus on transactions, but hey, if you're, you know, if you're somebody that despises Tito, which I don't think either of us are, and you want to no. say fire Tito and hire whoever, that could be a choice or whatever, because uh, it is a transaction of some sort, but player transactions probably. So we're going to draft back and forth. And it's so obviously like, we'll try to compensate for what the other person does. <clears throat> so uh, that's the idea here. And Alex, is, uh, as our guest, my guest here, you can start off with your first pick of what you want the Guardians to do when the lockout ends sometime in June, of course. But yeah, <laughs> let's hope not. But yeah. Right, right. Um, wow. I wasn't expecting that. I thought we would roll roll for it or magic or, you know, random number gen- generator. Excuse me. Uh, I know what you're going to go with, but it's like if you ask me what would really you know, in in, in a, I'm just gonna go for it. All right, it, it's yes. that we trade for Matt Olson. Like that's that's the the number one thing. That there's some other moves I would like, but I mean, we're in this fairy tale world where I get to do whatever. And to me, it's just like go get Matt Olson, and just makes me. I'm smiling. Nobody can see it, but I'm just thinking about <laughs> it. Like, oh my gosh, could you imagine? You can hear it in your voice. All right. Yes. Now. I like that approach. And you know that I'm completely on board with the idea of trading for Matt Olson because he uh, because he's the guy that absolutely changes your lineup. You put Matt Olson yep. in the middle of the Guardians lineup and you're like, OK, that team is probably going to that team is going to compete for the division. And they've got a shot if they you know some things break right or they add some other moves that they can be a World Series team because he's that good. I mean, he's going to just absolutely mash in the middle of the lineup. So. I'm into yeah, that. I mean, you can you can be top heavy in a lineup, right? If your top is Miles Straw, Ahmed Rosario playing second base, of course, where he belongs. Um, <laughs> so if you went Miles Straw, Ahmed Rosario, Jose, Matt Olson, Fran Meal, <laughs> think about that. You know, you got 300 hitters and then top five player, and I. One yeah, yeah. The, 
The interesting thing about this is then this makes me have to adjust like what I think they should do based on what you said. So, okay. So, so to kind of go back for a minute. Now, if I had the top pick, what I decided that I would do is trade for a major league starting catcher who can hit the ball. And the reason behind that is because I think that is actually the position that would make the most difference between what we currently have because Austin Hedges, while I love the man and I just wrote a poem about his hair uh, for (laughs) Valentine's day, um, he can't hit the ball. He can't hit his way out of a a paper bag. You know, he just occasionally will hit a home run, but then he'll go two weeks without even like touching the ball basically. So I just, I just don't believe that he can be your starting catcher and you can make the playoffs. So that's what I was going to go with. And I was going to say trade for Sean Murphy from the A's. And then I had some other guys I was thinking about, but I think I'm still going to go with, they need to trade for a catcher. They need to trade for somebody who is going to be able to be on the team for a little bit um, because they just don't, they have anybody who's ready probably for 2023. So I I'm going to say they figure something out with the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays have basically like three catchers who are possible major league starters and they need pitching. The Guardians have, they never have too much pitching, but they have somebody they could deal. So I feel like you could get something done with the Blue Jays. So that's what I'm going to make as my second move. You get Matt Olson and then you get somebody like, I know Alejandro Kirk isn't for sure an option at catcher, but if you have Austin Hedges, a defensive guy who can come in and, in a tight situation, you can probably play somebody like Kirk as your starting catcher. So they trade for, I'll just say they trade for Alejandro Kirk um, and they trade, you know, one of their top prospects that the, uh, guard, that the Blue Jays are interested for pitching and then somebody else farther down the line. Okay. I like that. You're thinking real, very realistic. I like it. Now I need to taper. Uh, I need to taper, I guess, myself here. Um, well, no, and it's, it's fine to have the, the like big move like you had and then something like what I did. I just, yeah. we'll just go back and forth and figure it out here together. So, you know, so you want to keep like, rolling, like let the ball roll, like assuming that all the moves are done, we're going to continue to make moves. Is that how you want to do it? Yeah. Well, I, I think, I think we try try to be realistic. Like, you know, okay. if, if we've solved those, we know that we've cashed in some trade ships, so we probably yeah, can't we have. do another huge trade. No. Um, so for me then, uh, I thought you were going to go with this already, but then I think it's got to be extend Jose Ramirez. So I think we get that done. I figured that was going to be the first thing that came out of your mouth and I almost took it <laughs> first, but I was like, follow your, follow your heart, Alex. So I'd say extend yeah, Jose. Yeah, extend Jose. I, uh, you know, it's it's interesting that you say that because my heart is a hundred percent with you. Like, if I could pick something to happen this off season that would make me happiest, it would be extend Jose Ramirez. But the issue that I have is that I don't think that that obviously isn't going to improve your team for twenty twenty two because. Yeah. Um, you already have Jose Ramirez. Now it could improve your team for the next five or six years, or however you long you extend him to have him there, and and it makes your fan base feel better about okay, it's the Guardians, but we're going to have this player to root for. So it's it's crucial. But I didn't even have him on my draft board, believe it or not, because oh my, <laughs> my my focus is 
to just try to make this team as good as possible. Because honestly, when I think about it, I guess, you know, for me, what's going to make all these crusty old people that are upset about the name change and upset about the lockout, what's really going to make a difference is that the team wins. Because if the team is in the contention for the division, these people are going to quietly go to games, spend money. So I just want the roster to get better. That's why I went with Matt Olson first is because to me, it's he's you'd only have him for two years, but like we only have Jose for two more years. So we immediately then become a team that you're going to watch. Like, I don't care how upset you are. Like you said, you're, you're going to watch that team. Uh, When Matt Olson hits 45 from the left side, you're going to tune in every once in a while. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. And I, and I like this. It's a good PR move. If they could make that happen, that'd be great. Maybe they already have something in the works. That'd be awesome. All right. Too much good PR, which they already have, you know, their marketing team is just so talented (laughs) that we might overload That's sarcasm in case anybody can't hear it. Anyway. All right. You're up. Yes. I, I, Oh man. Okay. We can go on about that for a while. (laughs) All right. Tell people where they can find you and what you guys are doing lately on the 216 Baseball Podcast. Yeah, so at 216 Baseball Pod, come follow us on Twitter, and you can find us, uh, 216 Baseball Pod, a Cleveland uh, Baseball Podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, my f- best friend Paul and I just talk baseball once a week, every Monday. And then I've also started writing for wonderful site, Guardians Baseball Insider, uh, who do a great job. And I believe Quincy's plugged in there, too, at one point or another, and still make come off the bench every once in a while. Uh, so I've started writing for them, uh, wrote a piece on Bobby Bradley, wrote a piece on Jose Ramirez being top five and being a lot better than you think. And I have a piece coming out soon, uh, kind of on Oscar Mercado's journey and what, you know, what are we going to do with them? So check that out and go, go follow them official, official guardians, baseball insider. And, and yeah, hopefully we'll get baseball. So I can write about baseball happening. <laughs> oh, we hope we hope. This has been the Cleveland Guardians Fancast. Music is provided by purpleplanet.com. That is purple-planet.com. Our intro song is purchased license from pond5.com. <laughs>